0: It wasn't a dream. There's a group that meets. Group? People who've seen the same sort of things you have.
1: Which group of aliens abducted you?
0: Bob, we are not victims. We are participants.
1: I don't recall them being human.
0: People, you sit there, you're in for one big surprise.
2: Martin Jacob to America is presented by the good people yeah. my fellow
0: americans we are fortunate to be alive they need them to protect us from the
2: number one killer in history protect us from the century 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 century. university the a study on the, of the university, university.
3: Alright everybody, welcome to episode 269. 269 of the R and Jacob Do America podcast. I am your host in the place to be, Mr. Jacob P and sitting behind me today is the Brown Recluse Mr. Art Show. Art say hello to the millions.
4: And millions. Hey, what's up everybody? listening out there guys go to capemancoffee.com check out their entire inventory they got the coffee beans they got the hibiscus seed, they got the cacao butter they got I, I i assume it's called cacao butter i've been calling it cacao butter for like the last like well it's not caca 50, butter. 50 episodes i call it cacao butter. cacao butter uh guys go check it all out uh use promo code america to see 15 off your total purchase price Uh, Take a picture of yourself. You know, like, people do that in the morning. Like, they'll post a picture of their coffee mug because they're getting their day started and they want to be, like, super extra about everything. Mm -hmm. Well, be that. I lean into that. But tag us and tag them. Mm -hmm. Use... Promo code America to receive 15% off because you know gas prices are high or whatever. Yeah. So like <laughs> use 15% off to to uh, to save some money there. Uh, and then yeah, tag us, tag them. We really appreciate. it. Honestly, that means more to me than anything
3: else when people tag us and stuff. So it shows that you're listening. So uh, speaking of sponsors, guys, make sure you head on over to sukerapparel.com. Where the great and powerful Nicole Smith Bosch has put together an illustrious line of merchandise designed with her own two. Blood diamond digging hand. So head on over there to Sucre Apparel. She's got shirts. She's got socks. Uh, she's got man bags, satchels. Is that what we were talking about last week? I don't remember last. There you go. At all. <laughs> she's got
2: coffee mugs for your caveman yeah. coffee. Yes, yeah, yeah. she does. Uh, some synergy going on. There you go. Yeah, oh, yeah. do hey. buy both. Do Tag double dip, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get just, hey, what,
3: what uh, It's Fourth of July in two days, and nobody buys gifts for Fourth of July, but. Uh, uh, what's the next big ass holiday? Uh, no, fuck. Start that trend. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah buy no, someone some coffee for the Fourth uh, of July. Next exactly. holiday, I think it's, it's 9/11, America's birthday. Nine Eleven. Nine Eleven is the next big <laughs> holiday. We never forget, <laughs> yeah. and you will never forget when you <laughs> buy K-Pan <caveman laughs> coffee and, and put that shit in a Sucre Apparel mug. That's so. my cancel
4: culture one. That I'm done <laughs> later, guys. That's my
3: last episode. Uh, anyways, uh, head on over Sucre Apparel. Uh, load up your cart with all the great merchandise. Enter promo code Art and Jacob, and Nicole will give you ten percent off nice. uh, your entire purchase. She will never forget you, just like that bald eagle crying over the Twin Towers. But <laughs> Art, we are not here to talk about the Twin Towers falling and it, it was an inside job by George W. Uh, Art, what are we here to talk about today,
4: guys? Before we even talk about what we're here to talk about, let me introduce mm. in the place to be. Ladies and gentlemen, from the world-famous Sofa King podcast/ slash The Mindframe podcast.
2: Dave the Money Man Moten. Mm. Make some noise. Hey, what's up, gentlemen? <coughs> what's up? I'm honored to be here. Oh, I'm we're dude, honored to have, dude, have we're you. Honored I have to have you. A frog in my throat.
4: Yeah. Dude, we're honestly honored to have you as I was telling you as you were walking up like Sofa King was like a huge influence uh on like wanting to do a podcast. That's like really cool. it was like literally like, I was, like, 40 episodes. I think I was listening to your guys' Osama Bin Laden episode. Nice. And
3: I was like, you know what?
4: Let's fucking do a podcast,
3: dude.
2: Durka, Durka, Jihad, let's do yeah. a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I was like, and you got in, in the before the bubble. Yeah. Yes. Because so now it's fucking rough. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Now everyone's rough. Like, podcast. since the, like, pre-pandemic, it was pretty cool to get mm-hmm. into a podcast post-pandemic. It's like when Hollywood shut down and every actor oh, yeah. and super famous person in the world could no longer work and they all launched mm. huge dope-ass podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, the, it changed dude, the game, Ron dude. once Ron Burgundy had a podcast, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. You know, it was like, well, what? Yeah. Well, I guess we're done. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, no, if you got him before those days, yeah, you can good. still keep building, you can still, but it's like, man, it's rough.
3: It's still rough, too, yeah. Even, yeah. even before and after that, dude. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's rough to keep a show together and you guys have been doing it since, what, like 2015? It's been. We just.
2: I don't know how many years. It's. I think it's been seven years. I guess. Wow. We just did episode six six six. Whoa. Yeah. Dude, I remember
4: I went to uh, your guys' meetup at Sandrini's once, just like as a fan. And oh like, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh dude, these guys are here. He <laughs> signed like, my titty. I was like, oh man. And we
2: then, haven't been able to do a meetup because of the freaking pandemic. Pandemic. Like we used to do one or, we used to do one in Anaheim every year, mm-hmm. and then do one somewhere else. Like that was kind of the pattern that was evolving, and uh, it's yeah. And we were gonna during the pandemic, like we were supposed to have this amazing one in Colorado. Um, and it all, it all shut down, mm. yeah, literally and figuratively, yeah, yeah. But
3: we're not here to talk about shutdowns all no. long day, Dave. Art, what are we here to talk about today?
4: Alien abductions. Mm. Dude, I'm excited, man. This is a
3: long time coming. Yes, I mean, you know what 269 episodes, and this is the first time we're talking about this. I was very first surprised. time we've ever talked about aliens ever. I know you brought Perhaps. it to my attention. I was like, dude, we covered this. I swear to God. And I started looking through the back catalog, and I was like, oh shit, wait, no. We didn't. It does feel like something we would have covered episode like
4: ten or something. Yeah, right, early on.
2: Yeah, and it's a it's a weird topic for me because by all by all accounts of what like psychologists call an abductee, Mm -hmm. I am an abductee.
3: Oh wow, I didn't know this.
2: This is exactly why I was like, oh man. (laughs) But I don't believe I was abducted by aliens, yes. Okay, but like all the things, it's like when you hear about like what, like all the, I don't even know what to call them, fucking triggers or responses or mm. or memories or happenstance, like all the things that make you tick the box of saying, okay, no, that's an alien abductee, um, and I wouldn't ever use the term alien, but it's like, no, I am that, oh, wow. but I don't think I was abducted by aliens, and I can't even rationally say I was abducted by anyone. But I can say whatever the psychological phenomenon is that, and I'm that people share. Uh-huh. I share it, yeah. and I have my entire life. Like this is well,
4: I definitely want to know. get into that. Like that's honestly one of the, you've talked about that on the Sophie King podcast. Yes. But I definitely want to touch on that because I I thought it was like super interesting. I was like, this is a this is a perfect marriage of a topic with a with a guest on here. I was like, perfect, right? But.
2: And it's weird. It's and it's hard. It's I don't know. It's it's weird to. But then again, another trait of a lot of abductees is they also, even in spite of all of these things, a lot of them still don't believe they were abducted, which okay. is weird. That's like another weird element. What is that it, word? It, There's something
3: like know, deny deniability or something like something, that. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I did see that. Like, I guess one of the things that they, um, a lot of them were there's like a lot of shame, I guess a lot of people share like Mm. the shame of Mm -hmm. like being abducted because I guess like it's like the equivalent of like, I guess like a a kid being like (laughs) molested or something like that. Like someone having power over you kind of thing. Like as an adult, you shouldn't be able to have other adults have power over you, but this other creature kind of, or whatever, people believe. So I think that's why a lot of people... That's one of the things I was reading. I was reading this message board, which is, like, the worst place to go right. for research. Right. But I was reading <clears> other <throat> people's, like, comments and, like, stories and stuff and like on Reddit, and I was like, oh, my God, dude. Some of this stuff, like, there's no way. Like, you just need to go see... You just need to call your mom right now. Like... <laughs> like right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, this is this, this was not aliens. This is just, yeah. like, you just... Need to like go see a therapist and call your mom.
3: So the best way to always start the, these podcasts is to ask a question. So I mean, obviously, Dave, you lead you led into it with that you, you cl- uh, classified maybe as being an abductee. But I was gonna ask the question like where, before this topic, where did you land on what you thought about alien abductions? Did you think it was real uh, or not? Um and what is your opinion now, kind of thing after doing the research? Because I was kind of a little bit all over the place, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm still like I I'm probably more confused now now that I've done, done all the search. research. Yeah. I looked at Wikipedia for four hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm even more confused now mm-hmm. than I was before. Because as before, I was like I'm open to it, but nah, it's probably not a thing. But now I'm like, oh, probably I mean, a thing. But there's probably a lot of hoaxes as well. So. 100%. Oh, absolutely, hundred yeah, yeah.
5: percent.
4: Yeah. I, I think I've mentioned it um, on some random episode how um, my sister and I, well, I have two sisters and like both of them, um, we we all have this like lost time story that we'll tell. Mm-hmm. Like one of them was the, the first one. This is before me and my other sister had uh, a story together. But the first one was my oldest sister her and her husband were going to go pick up my my mom and dad from the airport. My mom and dad weren't going to make it to the Bakersfield airport till like 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So they basically got everything out of their way early in the day. So like from like 3 o'clock, they were just going to like have dinner and like play video games until it was time to go pick up my mom and dad. And next thing they realized, like they're like, oh my God, it's like 9.45. We're running late. We have to get there now. And there was just really no explanation how they went from like you know, 3.30 in the afternoon to like 9.45. And oh, they were just right. like, what happened in all those hours? And they were just like, we got to go. Like, we are running late to, to go pick them up. We have to be there in like 15 minutes. Their plane already landed. So that was my first time ever really, exp- you know, hearing someone that I knew <laughs> with, with one of those moments. And then fast forward to, you know, a few years later, my sister um, was getting some award in, in uh, Monterey up north. And uh, we were driving her, myself, and my mom. We were all dude, you know what's really intimidating that you're an English professor and I talk like you know, like a surfer bro. Yeah, I talk like a <laughs> I, I talk like a
3: four year old <laughs> Dude, I, so I like totally So
1: like have you ever heard of
3: the Nacho Supreme? <laughs> bro, so check it out. And then that and then the, yeah, I always so, get dinged for that all the time in the comments. Um uh, but anyways
4: we're driving back down from Monterey, Monterey (laughs) Bay or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, we were, we were looking for like the Fresno exit, which the Fresno exit brings you back down to like the, I guess the 99 highway, 99 Mm -hmm. highway brings you to Bakersfield. Right. So we were keeping an eye out for that Fresno exit and we just never see it. We never see it. And next thing we know, we're like, Oh my God, dude, we're like almost headed towards Valencia. Like, we just never knew how we went from one point to the other point. Holy shit. And we were just like, <clears throat> we got to double back now. And, like, we don't remember what happened. We were, as far as we were that's aware. That's like a
2: good chunk of road right yeah, yeah like, That's no, it's not like, a couple exits. That's Yeah, like, yeah it's like two like and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we
4: were just like, how the heck did we miss, like, two and a half hours of road? Like, we just realized all of a sudden we're... Almost towards Valencia, we're almost towards like Six Flags. We mm-hmm. missed Bakersfield, Jesus. So we were just like in the Grapevine and everything. Yeah, yeah. I was like, how did this happen? Like we
3: were somehow just, which uh, is weird because like every any time like we're we're coming home from Disneyland, like that weird stretch of road, like when you're in the mountains. I I see my I see always catch myself. Like, how did how did I know to make this turn or whatever? Because I totally, it, it's not it's a not missing time or whatever. It's just like you kind of just tune out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, that yeah. robotic. Just, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But it's like autopilot. literally like a minute or two or whatever. Right. Yeah, you go into autopilot. Right. But like a whole two hours, like, oh, shit. like See, that's alarming. Yeah. Like Because I get scared over a minute. Like, oh, did, did I pass Pyramid Lake or not? And that two hours, like, that would thoroughly fucking freak me oh, out. No, oh, no, yeah. That's I, I thought massive. about that. That's yeah. massive.
4: I thought about it, but
2: I've like I've for me that like even though even this is an old reference at this point, it's like I I have a sympathy I have a different opinion about people who can who talk about abduction pre and post X Files. Because mm-hmm. like before X Files, like X Files fucked me up. Like that yeah. shit <laughs> fucked me up when it came out. But it was like if like You would talk about what a gray alien, whatever. No one knew what the fuck you were talking about before the X Files. Yeah. So if someone account, you know, if I read some account of someone who says all these things happened to me, and it was like in 1982, I'm like, okay, let's take a look at that Mm -hmm. because that's fucking crazy because that's consistent. That there was no internet, there was no, you know, there wasn't even Art Bell. Correct. Like that, you just some shit happened to you that's remarkably similar to shit that was happening to other people all over the nation. Correct, and they didn't really have a way to swap this information to disseminate this information. They stood to gain nothing from it. Yeah, because it's not like Reader's Digest. Yeah. Like I had a column about. Right. It. Yeah. But post X Files, it's now mm. in the in yeah, the lexicon. air. Now it's cool. you know so and I'm sure, but I mean there are still people who legitimately have these experiences but it's just lost in a wash of of people who are full of shit and making it up Correct. full of people who are who have imposed this archetype on top of something else that's Correct. happened so it's like it gets harder and harder the 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 waters get muddier Um, but I think even like major, like psychological associations are like, no, this is a real thing. Mm -hmm. Like this is granted a lot of it's bullshit, but they're even advocating. Like if you're learning to become a mental health expert, you should learn about what they call post abduction syndrome Yeah, because it's a real thing that people go through and it's intense and it's bizarre. And it's like, that's what I like. I have that, but I can't say I was ever abducted. By an alien. Dave, like can I you have, point on the on the on the little <laughs> teddy bear where the alien where touched you? Where the alien probed you? Probe you. <laughs> like, but it's so so like some of the like my childhood. Like I had a very bizarre childhood. My mom was the we went back and forth between Battle Creek, Michigan, and Bakersfield, California, and she went back to Battle Creek again, and she worked at a place called the Michigan Education Association Conference Center, so K through twelve in Michigan has like I mean we have one in California the California association etc but they had a conference center so they had like big Detroit money yeah. and you know they could build so it was in Battle Creek and it was on St Mary's Lake I don't know it's dozens and dozens of acres just a huge sprawling complex and it's a it's a facility maybe the size of a small mall um it had a a wing like a three story wing of hotel rooms dorm wow. rooms like a, a ball, like several ballrooms, a major like industrial kitchen, and then just like all these conference rooms because it was for, you know, if you were K through 12 and you had a conference, instead of going to a hotel, you would go to the conference center and everybody would come here and do that. And my mom was the assistant manager, the assistant director, and they shut it down because they didn't have any money. And then since my mom knew it, they said, hey, will you keep your, your same pay but be the caretaker? So the place is completely shut down. You'll live. We lived in a big three-story house that was the director's house on the property. Yeah, it reminds me of The Shining. shining. It's yeah. very much like, no. It's yeah. one hundred percent <laughs> one hundred. Building was haunted as fuck. Crazy. <laughs> the Shining for sure. Yeah. Like you know, and it was out the outskirts of town. You would you you, know, you would ever you would refer to. I have to go into town to get groceries. Yeah. Wow. You know, all winter you were kind of locked in out there, and oh, you know, but i I would like that was when these weird like. I started to get bizarre insomnia. Mm. I would be, I was always terrified because there was this windows right next to my bed. I had a huge bedroom and then way across the bedroom was another window. And if I ever accidentally left the window open, I would always be woken up because an owl would be at that window, like just like on the windowsill at the window. And I would be, I was terrified of the owl like we never I never saw an owl anywhere yeah. else you know but there was always an owl at that window so I figured it was a you know it lived in a tree right there and it would just land on the windowsill and be staring in my window for some unknown wow. fucking reason and I'd be too afraid to get out of bed and go shut the curtains cuz that owl would freak me like i it what like inhuman terror would fill my heart when i would see the owl you know and i was a kid you know whatever you, you can write it off i would regularly um Wake up, and you know, our place was probably the house was probably 200 yards from the back of the conference center, and you had to have a key to mm-hmm. get in because it was always on lockdown. And multiple times as a child I mean, I was probably in fifth grade, sixth grade I would be standing in the ballroom, which was just all glass. You know, specifically in the winter, I remember. I remember it vividly in the winter, and I would just like. I remembered I would be a, I would be falling asleep. The I would be afraid because the owl was there, and then I would just be in the ballroom in the conference center, just standing there in my pajamas, and I had walked over there. Wow. And you know, it might be that an hour or two had gone by since I looked at the. Which again, I fell asleep. I sleepwalked. Like, makes logical sense. Okay. Right, but. This is consistent, right? The the through line of missing time. I didn't learn until probably the 90s when I started studying Whitley Schreiber that a lot of abductees see white owls in their window. And I I read that. Like, when I ran into that, like, as an adult, I almost started crying. I, like, had chills because I'm, like, terrified. And it's like uh, there was a white owl that lived over my house, like, recently. And for probably five or six years, and it would fly by, I'd hear it call, I'd see the white owl fly through the sky, no fear, nothing, like, but that owl in that window uh-huh. would freak me the fuck out, which again, once I started to put together what uh, quote unquote abductees go through, that's one of the elements, Correct. right? And another thing, my mom had this bizarre little bookshelf, like her bedroom had this weird like wrap-around closet, like mirrored thing where you could sit and put on makeup, And there was this little tiny bookshelf, and I never wanted to go into her room or go into her closet because she had a copy of Communion. Like that cover, that fucking horrific cover with that gray alien on Whitley Schreiber's Communion. And it was sitting on on, and it was always just out of the bookshelf. And I never wanted to go back there because that book was there. And this carried like through into adulthood. Once you know, I saw the communion cover, I freaked out. I was like, oh, whatever. And then I remember like when I was in college the communion movie came out yeah. with uh christopher walken and she came down she was like oh what's this and it was like coming on hbo and i was like oh it's communion and she watched it and she was all into it i i had to watch it because i had to get <laughs> through it i was fucking terrified i was freaking out and then my mom was like that's a crazy story i never heard of that and i was like what do you mean never heard of it you had the book you had the book when i was a kid and she was like i've never heard of this like i've never had the book come on wow. And, and then when I looked into it, like communion hadn't been published yet. Oh, what the fuck! Exactly. But I have, like, from childhood, have this fear of that image of that gray alien. God damn it! Missing time, like all this shit. And it's like, again, I'm I don't say I don't think I've been abducted by an alien. Uh-huh. But whatever this bizarre fucking psychological thing is, like I have it. Like all of all of that stuff is in there, and the fear. Like, I can't look at that. And it's like, I'll see, like, gray aliens, like, whatever, on TV. 90% of the time, nothing. No impact. It's not right. But there's a particular, like, when they get it right and I see that image, I like, I seriously, I can't sleep for a week if I see one. Wow. Like, I, it, it freaks me out. Like, I have heart palpitations. I start to sweat. Like, the level of fear is, like, it's as if it was associated with, like, a hardcore yeah. trauma like is the level of fear that I have when I see that particular image. And it makes no fucking sense to me. It makes no sense. And I've had it since I was a child.
3: It kind of reminds me, like, remember when uh, we did an episode a couple weeks ago about sleep paralysis? Yeah, which uh, is another huge sign, correct. and I've had it my whole life. Fuck. Wow. <laughs> another scary-ass thing. Uh, but we are talking about, um, I, I forget what it's called, it's like, implanted, you know, genetic Im- uh, implant, implantation or mm-hmm. whatever, uh, where, like, you know, baby chickens, like, they've never seen, you know, a hawk right. fly above them before, but you know, they were doing tests with, like, a puppet hawk, and all the baby chickens just instinctively know, like, to run away or oh, whatever. Like, how right.
4: humans are just naturally scared of snakes, even though they've never seen a snake before. Right. Correct. Right. Yeah,
3: and that's what that reminded me of. It's just like, how are you just instinctively fucking afraid? afraid of that. Of just like you said, it's not all gray aliens, it's just no. this one certain it's type. It's like,
2: very distinct... It's the one on the communion cover, like that's which again, Whitley Schreiber went to great you know pains to make sure that was the actual mm-hmm. image of the thing that fucked with him and all that stuff. Fuck. Um, but again, I have no I have no memories of seeing one of being abducted. like none of that is in there, but all of these bizarre traumas that go along with that package, like I, I tick half the boxes Fuck. you know on on the list. Maybe we need to get you to my, a hypnotist. My cousin used to I've make I thought about <laughs> it but I kind of don't really want to. Yeah. Like my brain has whatever like there was obviously some kind of trauma or fucking weirdness mm-hmm. and it's like I'm cool with it like if that's how it needs to manifest itself, I can't look at a gray alien. That's fine. We can stop there. We'll just stop there. I don't (laughs) need to to unbundle. And then Dr. (laughs) Phil came out and he brought in a teddy bear and he said, I'm going to touch you here, Davey. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, no, I'm good. So even like, I was even looking at it to, to remind myself. So the, the, um, the post post abduction syndrome um, is an anxiety disorder that's similar to post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of yeah. the the same things. Um, it's formally recognized by the American Sociological Association um, as a I don't even know what to call it. A, I don't know trauma. It's not a, a I don't think it's a disorder. I don't know what <laughs> the, I don't know what to call it. It exists. Yeah. Um, but so the lists on that are. Persistent re-experiencing of the traumatic event characterized by flashbacks, which I don't have. Um, persistent avoidance of stimuli associated with the trauma, 100%. I avoid it like the – what was the other – there was the other one, the story. It's supposed to be a true story. The guy that was out with his
4: – Oh, uh, Travis
2: Walton. Fire in the sky. Yeah. Yeah, there you yeah. go, yeah. Yeah, can't watch it. Like yeah. I watched it, I forced myself to watch it. But it's like if that were when to come on TV, even the the one with uh, what's her name who who was in the one about Nome, Alaska with the oh aliens. the fourth oh, kind is that what it was called? Because yeah, I start out. it was just on HBO. I started you, watching you know it, and she's about? like a psychiatrist yeah. or whatever. And I'm just watching it, and minding my own business. And then as soon as I realized, <laughs> oh shit, I think this is about aliens. Like I had, Beak. I had like it, it's like panic. It's like fucking get like and I couldn't sleep like I couldn't sleep for days and I never even got to a point where I saw an alien just the 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 build up the build up to it the stimuli leading to that freaks me out at such a deep bizarre level I can't even explain it
4: there in that movie there's a character and I don't know what they're basing this off of because most of that movie is like just total fiction yeah yeah. but there is a character and I guess it did do like some research of like you know what a lot of adaptees is that the correct? Abductees. 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 Yeah. Uh, would um, Excuse would me, say- Excuse me, sir. You're in front of the yeah, professor. Sorry. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I'm just like
2: dripping sweat. But um, I but, only judge people based on their writing. Okay. Oh, fuck. Oh, don't read the don't. show notes. Oh, and, and my
4: laptop is unplugged. <laughs> um, do not read the show notes. Even I think I fucked up on that. Um, I do have all these like ADD like highlighted things I want to talk about here. But anyways, um, um, this one character in that movie talks about how- the only memory he has is like this weird cinnamon, cinnamon metallic taste in his mouth. Weird. And like as I heard that, I still remember this because when I heard that, I for some reason I knew what he was talking about. Like weird. I, I knew the metallic cinnamon taste that he was talking
2: about. That's the it's the taste of missing time. Yeah, and Ooh. I was like, <laughs> of
4: of all the things, I was like, wait, I know that. Like, what do I know? Like, I was like, is it some like Mexican? <laughs> Make food that I a I fucking ate as a cereal it's magically delicious <laughs> yeah it was like cinnamon milk. <laughs> yeah yeah i was like i don't know what but that's I, bizarre yeah, yeah i was like as soon as he said that i that that taste and smell i could i could taste it and smell it and i was like it's really weird but that was the only thing that hit there, you yeah, yeah that's weird yeah like the vi- the the imagery like i can't i i, I don't know I don't, I don't think i've ever been abducted but that taste hit and you? smell right i was like i do know that taste and smell yeah. it's really weird so yeah so
2: avoidance of the stimuli denial of the event Mm -hmm. which i have Mm -hmm. labeling the event as something else i guess i do that phobic avoidance of areas or situations where contact occurred i am pretty like the thought of that of the ballroom in the conference center like fills me with terror yeah because i I woke up there several times you know um refraining from sleep at the time contact occurred i have horrible insomnia and i've had it since about wow. that time um emotional reaction to literature pictures or videos about alien entities 1000% um numbing of emotions characterized by inability to feel intimacy pleasure or express oh, emotions. you're a 9 inch nails fan that's kind of like <laughs> that's kind of me <laughs> yeah. like in a really like i put on a good fake you know persona but yeah there's a a pretty deep inability to feel like, like, yeah, that's that's all in there as well. Well, same here. <laughs> Diminished interest in previously enjoyed activities. I don't know that that counts because my previous—I mean, I was a kid, so it was like playing with Star Wars toys. I guess <laughs> um, no expectations of normal life events or normal lifespan. Kinda, I don't ever—I never expect that I'm going to be able to sleep in my entire life. Like, that's just an assumption that I wow. have. Uh, may fear abduction with no return or lengthy abduction, I don't know what that means, and then hypervigilance, exaggerated startle response, irritability, or panic attacks, not so much. But, like, a lot of that list is just, and that's that's the one that, like, you know, psychologists will be like, oh, I have a patient who has these, and I don't think they're bullshitting, Hmm. you know, and it's like, and again, I have that, but I don't. I, I have no memories of an alien. I, I'm terrified of them, and it's so. To me, the more interesting question is: so, what the fuck is that? Yeah, like if there are, like if I if I genuinely believe that th- these aren't aliens or that there wasn't even a, an abduction involved, what psychologically, what's what's happening psychologically? Mm-hmm. That that is a common exper- not super common, but people all over the world have those same symptoms. For some reason, you know, and it did say that a lot of the people are are prone to have very heightened imaginations as well. And it's like, that's just so bizarre to me. Like, what? I- what is that? Like, what the fuck? Is and it goes happening? back to,
3: like, okay, how I was talking about at the beginning of the episode where it's just like, yeah, there's some bullshit there. But then there's stuff like, like, I absolutely believe your story. Like, there is no... My bullshit detector was like, nope, nope, this is no bullshit right here or whatever, right? And you hear other similar stories like that because there's no agenda behind it. You can always tell it's bullshit and it's like, and then the guy said he was from Zeta or and then (laughs) he came in and. and he told me to save the world. Yeah. Yeah. I have to create the. uh, (laughs) You need to join QAnon (laughs) on January 6th. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it's always some bullshit like (laughs) that. There's an agenda there, but there's no agenda Mm. here. It's just like, it's more of a question of why Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And like, that's where, like, I think it you know art sent me a video about a Harvard professor named John E. Mack, who you know I mean he fucking put his whole fucking career on the line, like even Harvard was like doing this like backdoor investigations right, on right. him and shit, and I was like, god damn, and but like he was like even too saying that like it, he Wants to know what that is. Like, he's not 100 He's not over here trying to make an, uh, an argument for, you know, little green men are going to invade us and whatnot. But he's like, there, there's something to these stories right. <clears throat> that they have some kind of tra- traumatic. You know, PTSD, basically. Right. Like like a soldier coming back from Vietnam or Iraq or something like that. We can pinpoint like where that happened or somebody, you know, uh, surviving, you know, physical or mental abuse or whatever, like in a relationship. Like we can pinpoint this, but these people don't have anything to pinpoint some do have the stories and, you know we'll right. go into like you know Barney and Betty Hill uh homie that uh, from Travis Walton yeah Travis Walton mm-hmm. uh also Antonio Vilas Boas from you know Brazil mm-hmm. like all these people like they actually have like these stories but then there's a lot of stories too where you know there's missing oh, time. that's the
4: entire oh yeah I was going to say the entire reddit community is mm-hmm. like bullshit story after bullshit story about right, how right. they need to they need to collect seven hundred dollars from everyone so they can build time travel machines. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sorry.
3: Yeah, no, no, but it, it just goes into that. Like it's a it's a real phenomenon like Dave was saying, that the psych psychological community and this is all happening like what? Like in the seventies? Yeah. Like when Johnny e. Mac, you know, he starts to get an interest in it. And then by like the nineties, like he's full fledged, like putting his career on the line. Yeah. Mind you, he's a fucking the head of the Harvard Medical School psychology, psychology. Yeah, come on. Yeah. yeah, it's not just some like fringe guy from yeah. fucking Taft Community yeah. College or yeah. whatever. Yeah, they like called in the Art Bell show. Or something. Yeah, he's yeah. like, hey, dude, guess what? Like, I was grading papers, and these these reptilians have been forcing me to accidentally record my mom and <laughs> post it online.
2: And it's like i like I've I've done like nothing to do with aliens, but it's like I, I like. I, as a professor at a community college, I part no part of my contract requires me to research. That's mm. I don't have to research. I don't have to publish. That's typically your your full teaching load is teaching. Your your workload is teaching. Mm. At Harvard, this guy I don't know. He probably fifty percent of his workload is probably research and publishing. Correct. And I mean, I had a grant. I spent. Uh, a year and a half researching at the library of Congress. I would fly back every month and I was researching like cityscapes and science fiction and all this stuff. And it was like the, the depth, the amount of reading that I did, the books, the articles, I was reading stuff from the 1800s. I was reading stuff that was being published like simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Like I've never done research that intense in my life. And I think this cat at Harvard who has access to one of the best (laughs) schools on earth And uh, at that level, he only teaches if he wants to Mm -hmm. at that level. His – like, they're probably paying him just to research. So if he's doing that level of research on a daily basis and he comes to some conclusion Mm -hmm. that there's some merit to this, like, that needs to – like, you need to kind of be like, well, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. You have to take a step back. Yeah. Because he, he did real research on that shit.
3: And he said he interviewed 800 people with experiences. Sure. And he came to kind of the same conclusion. He was like, yeah, some of them are kind of horseshit or whatever. You know, people looking for attention or whatnot. Uh, but some of them, you know, it's it, it just seems just too real. And pre his research... There was a lot of individuals, you know, in the psychological community re- that was, you know, dismisses dismissive of it, saying, you know, it's all mental illness. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's you know, delusions of grandeur, suggestibility, um, sleep paralysis, and, and things like that. Um, and he came in and he was just like, no, that th- th- this this is legit stuff from people who have no. History of mental illness. Um, no
2: history of trauma. No history of <laughs> but trauma. But all indications are that there was a massive trauma. Mm-hmm. Like, you know?
3: they, like you don't just get from point A to Z without something happening in the middle, you right. know? And it's just like, yeah, this person doesn't have schizophrenia. I mentioned on the last episode the mental health one that, you know, I had a relative or someone within the family who states that they, you know, were abducted by aliens, but, you know, he has schizophrenia. A lot of the people that Johnny Mac was interviewing had none of that yeah you know it was very like maybe one or two people within like the 800 may have had like a touch of like you know anxiety or something
2: like that and he would have he would have had the professionalism to flag that and not include it that's a statistical outlier correct That's not what I'm looking at here correct you know if
3: all 800 of them had it I mean yeah then you got something there but for the most part most of these people were normal
2: yeah and even me let's I mean I had my parents were divorced very loving mother, very loving father. None of my siblings. I have a brother and two sisters. None of them were ever abused. We have no memory of abuse. No one in the family, um, at the time where all this happened, like if I'm trying to think of like some sort of a trauma that happened to me, I don't know what that could have been. Mm-hmm. It was myself, my brother and my mom living in the fucking Shining Hotel in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> That's what and it was. I like, like, yeah, man, oh, was, to be yeah, fair. Are, yeah. we should, are we 100% <laughs> sure there was an ancient Indian burial yeah, ground? There, there might have been. But it's like, I mean, there's – I because I, I ke- I'm like, was there a trauma? Was there some – was I abused? Was and it's mm-hmm. like, I and mean, I guess it could have been. It could have been some suppressed memory, friend or something. It's like a totally suppressed memory, but it's like I—I I mean, it wasn't like some family thing because mm-hmm. there was no family around. It's—it's just—it's so—it's so, it's so utterly. And the—the the, one of my favorite memories dealing with all the and the thing is like, and it, there is like a weird shame thing because all it was so bizarre to me, and you just—I didn't talk about it, mm-hmm. and even when X Files came out, and I read like beyond a behold a pale horse or whatever that was called and like all this stuff about aliens. And it was like the internet was first being born. You could find these like secret files and all this shit. And I was obsessed with it and trying to read all this stuff. And once I was sort of putting this package together and Whitley Schreiber was popular and Art bell came out and there was now this narrative. It's like, I'm not telling people this. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling people that I was, that I have this fear of great, like it didn't come up, you know? And the first time it came up myself, my brother and my friend, Mike, went to uh, my friend Andy uh, is a boom mic operator. And at the time he lived at Silver Lake and he had bought us all tickets to a live kids in the hall show. Oh, nice. And this was probably, I don't even know what year it was. It was 90. early nineties, like yeah. something like that. Um, and we went to LA, um, drove down there. Um, I'm an insomniac. I couldn't sleep. The three of them drank. I didn't drink at the time. So they were all passed out drunk and we're sitting in his apartment at Silver Lake. And, he's got like pictures of him and fucking everybody, Bill Murray and like, you know, all everybody he's worked with on movie sets and whatever. He's a very likable guy and he's got all these pictures and there was just a stack of pictures next to the, the couch that was my bed for the night and I couldn't sleep and I had the light on and I'm just flipping through his pictures and I There was like, you know, him on set with a, you know, just random set people that you don't recognize. That was mostly what that stack of pictures was. But I'm flipping through to see if there's Uh a, if there's (laughs) him and some star in there. And I, I, it was like a, like my brain had to catch up with it. I was like five or six pictures past this picture. And my brain was like, what the fuck? Rewind. And I was, and I was just like filled with terror. And I went back several pictures and there was a picture of him and someone else on set, some woman. Standing in the woods, it looked like, like uh, Pacific Northwest, like some like a thick, thick woods, and way in the fucking background, like poking its head around a tree, was a fucking gray alien. No way. Like in this photograph, like full on the wrong gray alien that I don't want to see. Oh, full of terror. It's like fucking three in the morning. I'm like cold sweat, freaking out, freaking out. And I fucking turned all the lights on in the apartment, and I went over, I went into Andy's bedroom, and I started kicking his butt. I was Andy, wake the fuck up, Andy, wake the fuck up, Andy, wake the fuck up. And he finally got up, and I was like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? And he was like, it's a picture of me and Jody or whatever. And I was like, no, behind this, this. like <laughs> fucking back here. And he looked at, it, and he was like, oh, that was, yeah, that was, that was on communion. Oh, damn. Like, and I didn't damn. know, I didn't know he worked on communion. And it was like, no, we all, yeah, but they, they kept putting, like, aliens in the background of all the pictures we took. I was like, you mother motherfucker. <laughs> like, I didn't sleep for a month after Damn, that. Because yeah. I was, like, looking at photographic evidence, of, and it was the perfect Whitley Schreiber communion oh, gray fuck. alien in the background. That shit fucked me up. Dude, that just gave me the chill. That yeah. like, fucked hardcore, me up, dude. There's too
3: much fucking uh, (laughs) coincidence (laughs) right there, bro.
2: Yeah, I did not know he worked on that because he was always gone. He'd just be gone for a month, be back for a month, gone for two weeks. And it wasn't like he necessarily did the whole movie. It might be that the sound crew had something come up and they flew them in for like, you know, extra shots or they were just doing shots for, you know you know be real stuff and the real director was doing stuff over here or what so it's not like I would I ever knew what he was working on because he might do something for a weekend and mm. you know be gone but it was like no that that was fucking wild but and that would have been that was actually bef- I think that was before the communion movie actually came out so because oh, it was shit. like it was like a brand new fit picture you know because it was still in post production and it wasn't quite out oh, yet Oh
3: fuck all that But
2: when communion came out and Whitley Schreiber kind of came up that was kind of when I was, and I, I, and this again, this even like taints my belief in other people that say they have have this experience, because at that point I started to kind of talk about it with my family, trying to like, did you guys experience this? Have you guys had that or whatever? And then once the the narrative of this abductee thing started to kind of come together, I watched my sister, who I love to death, but who is very suggestible and believes in every kind of occult thing and whatever you you can think of like gradually start to become an abductee. And I was like, no, no, no." because when all this shit came up, you were flatline on all of it. And now you're just picking up on what I'm picking up on bandwagon. Yeah. And I was like, but I, but I don't think she was doing it intentionally. I just think she was absorbing it and making it part of her own. And I was like, God damn. Now I like, you second guess yourself. Yeah. No, it didn't make me second guess myself. It made me realize, like now, I can't even trust anybody else's account. Oh. Like this is like you know post X Files, post Communion. I'm like people are gonna start to take this on and think it happened to them and you know man but it's like but she didn't have like she actually like started to have memories of like being abducted by an alien but she didn't have any fear of it she didn't and i was like this isn't right no, like yeah. no you're like living the dream side of
4: it <laughs> like well, you know there, there are those people that are like um like the is it the the Norwegian aliens or something the, like Swedes, like? the Nordics yeah. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah or the, the Nordics, yeah. The Nordics so we, yeah where it's like oh yeah they, they took me on board and mm-hmm. they were all perfect and beautiful and then the all a, came out and yeah, sh- there's a lot of them there's a lot of there's
2: a lot of encounters with the with the Nordics yeah
4: not that I don't believe those but I always think that that that's like. You know, some like very 1950s style writing. For sure, writing where it's they're like, from
2: Zeta Reticuli, right? <laughs> the Nordics.
3: No, I think they're from somewhere else because I think the the uh, what's his name, the guy that worked at Area 51. Oh,
4: that, Tom Lazard? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Or, uh, Bob Lazard. Bob Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I, I was like Tom, not Tom DeLong. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think his peop- his aliens were from Zeta Reticuli. Zeta Reticuli, and that's what Betty and Barney Hills yeah. were from Zeta Reticuli. Correct. Um, <laughs> but you see that a lot too. Like I guess. You mentioned 1950, like that 1950s, like where it just looked like a bad DC villain, like I, I'm wearing yeah, yeah, a shiny yeah. suit yeah. and a cape with like some horns on it, dude, like I'm an alien. It dude. all
2: looks like shitty old Doctor Who episodes. Correct. You know? Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it wasn't until I guess the movie Invaders from Mars came out in 1953, where like you get like all the the narrative of like what an alien should look like, right? Uh, right. What what it should look like when you go into a spaceship, like all the, like the narrative starts to mm-hmm. shift. So mm-hmm. that's like where like I guess the, another bullshit part of it where it's just like oh there's too many things that line up with like this movie which wasn't a humongous movie you know but it was big enough and influential enough to influence a bunch of sci-fi films that borrowed from it that kind of implanted itself into pop culture which implants itself like you said like X-Files where it's just like oh okay this is what an alien is supposed to be looking like
4: yeah I agree like you're right that's very true and if you go back to that time period like all the artwork depicting aliens is very much that. It's like a robot. Or Little very, Green Man, yeah, you know, it, 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 like that whole era. It's like yeah. a Rob Zombie
3: cartoon. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the, the Betty and Bar-
4: uh, Barney Hill thing kind of sets that completely aside because that is very much its own thing where, yeah. like, these people, you know, they're not some, like, wackadoo, like, no. rednecks in the middle of nowhere. Like, these people are, like, people that had lives going on. Like they were all involved in their local community. Yeah, they They're, were like
2: members of the NAACP, like correct. members of their church. They already had enough strikes against them because yeah. it's the 1960s, <laughs> and it's a it's in a, a black man and a though. white woman. Like you don't want to put any spotlight. Because yeah. my dad yeah. was black and my mom was white, and they got they had fucking flaming bottles thrown at their house, and mm-hmm. it's like you don't want media attention. Yeah, yeah. you're not trying to put any more <laughs> attention on yourself <laughs> than need no. be. Yeah. Uh, uh-uh. Uh uh-uh. well maybe
0: if
3: we say there's aliens they might accept us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> think This'll they'll make, make us, us normal. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well there. I mean their story is is I mean it's like part of the now it's like the if you're if you're abducted out in the country, mm-hmm. it tends to be the Betty and Barney Hill story. Correct. Yeah. You know, you're driving, you see a light in the sky, the light starts following you, you have some kind of mechanical failure in your car, yeah. there's missing time. You know they missed the, as as they were dry because they ran so they they saw the light and this is like a super fast breakdown. Yeah. But they saw the lights. They climbed up on a hill. They saw didn't, like. Didn't he like, wave his gun at it too? Yeah, and there were like ten or ten, like nine to eleven of them mm-hmm. that were like near, and they even have drawings of the of the aircraft, which is kind of unique. It's not a typical UFO looking thing, yeah. and the and there were short people in black outfits with black hats. And um, all of them were looking at them and they could hear their thoughts. Correct. And then they he like freaked out and made a run and get back to the car. They got back to the car and started to get the fuck out of there. They saw a fireball in the sky. They heard some weird screeching noises penetrating their car. And then they were back home. And it was seven hours later instead of three hours later, which it should have been. And then they started having this physical evidence. Mm-hmm. Like, her dress was torn. Yeah. His, their watches were broken. Their watches were permanently yeah. broken. They never could um, tell time again, yeah. Yeah, and it was just all all of this, you know. He had this uncontrollable urge as soon as he was, like, back to himself to, like, run and, like, check his genitals. Yeah. Like, and then she ran in and, and like, wanted to completely wash herself and then she had her dress and she threw it away and it was covered in pink powder yeah. that no one could identify so it was like but it was the the whole like the missing time and then she ended up having nightmares mm-hmm. of that that hypnotherapy later revealed as possibly being you know true mm-hmm. of a whole thing of medical examination on a craft. Of them talking to them in their mind of an examiner and a leader. They weren't quite gray aliens. They were like short and they had big eyes that they yeah. said like pressed into their eyes oh, and God. controlled them.
3: And the drawing of it's kind of creepy too. Yeah. Where it's just like it it starts down the road of like your typical like, you know, almond eyed, like gray alien. But then there's like pupils and stuff. Like yeah. which makes it even more
2: intense. Yeah. You know that- And I have memories of like people in like Air Force uniforms Mm -hmm. like very very short men with like the typical like Air Force caps and and even like his descriptions of like what the object in the sky was doing have some credence because in World War Two. He was an aircraft watcher because mm-hmm. they would like, pe- like civilians would watch the skies and just record. I saw a plane, you know, heading this direction at this time at this speed. Correct. So he did, like, he did, he spent years in the war watching the skies for airplanes. So when all of a sudden he sees this thing, he's like, that wasn't an airplane. Yeah. Like, that's not just someone who has no basis for that like he yeah. watched airplanes during yeah. the war he had a you specialty know? So in it. yeah
3: and that's another thing too like the people that get it chosen like the 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 stereotypical thing is like some farmer out in buttfuck nowhere or whatever right. Right? right like with the fucking straw in his mouth or whatever but like when you look at the actual stories like it's always somebody that has something to contribute to society like you said barney hill mm-hmm. like he watched you know in military aircraft right. or whatever for a living right. so yeah, it gives it gives them a reason to want to abduct them so that way they can, you know, analyze them. Uh, you get a lot of... Well, I didn't uh, even think about that. <laughs> yeah, you get a lot of uh, uh, stories where, you know, they'll take, you know, people that are very fertile, like have multiple yes. children. Yeah, that's a big and, one, yeah. And that, that's where you get, like, those stories of, like, yeah, they, you know, took out semen or they – I forgot the medical procedure, but a lot of women say that they inserted something in their mm-hmm. navel. Eggs mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: Yeah. no, that's a – so that's a pretty interesting one. That actually – I'm glad you bring that up. So to two things. You brought up the pink powder that was on her dress, mm-hmm. and I guess when they they examined that,
2: they were I like, bet "It tasted like metal and cinnamon." Yeah, it was like <laughs> this tastes magically delicious.
4: What's it? cinnamon? This tastes like cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but they were just like, "This is an unknown protein," which I thought was like weird, like to phrase yeah. it that way. Yeah, it was an unknown protein mixed with oils, and I was like. What in the world? Like, where would you, even if you wanted to make that, where right. would you come Right. What up is with that? that? A GMC. Yeah.
2: Like, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> 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 I a just saw bro. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. this is yeah. not approved by the FDA, yeah. bro, but it'll get you. Yeah. You're yeah. Bro,
3: yeah. you Jack. Dude, Do you even Paleo, bro? <laughs> <laughs> like, so, so this was, shit's
2: from Zeta Reticuli. <laughs> <homie. laughs> this is a buff little alien, dude. Dude,
3: if you want to look like a Nordic, bro, like you got to put this, this in your shape. Do it, man. Yeah. <laughs> that, that makes sense, cause yeah, those yeah. Nordics are ripped, dude. They have those washboard abs, dude. Yeah. Um, but
4: but um, but but the the thing about like um sexual reproduction and like being a thing that pops up consistently right. with with alien abduction cases was super interesting to me because a lot of people would be like, oh, yeah, they made a hybrid alien and made me carry an alien child. And that's one of those things that keeps popping up in different cases. Mm-hmm. And it actually, just this morning, like, literally as I was getting ready for, for work this morning, I was like, let me look into this more. And, of course, the whole thing of, like, mules pops up, right? The the I think it's, like, uh, a male donkey and a female horse yeah. makes a mule. And so, like, apparently – um because humans have fucked with with like the environment so much animals have been doing this more and more often where they're breeding with like you know dogs and wolves wow. and like just similarly genetic things like i'm sure they still have to find the other animal somewhat right. attractive right. or whatever <laughs> like but like it's happening more and more in nature and i was like i didn't know that cuz as as a kid and maybe i'm just completely ignorant um i was always told like you know i can't just go like fuck a monkey even though a monkeys relatively close to to like the g- genetics of a human and, you're not and gonna they're have damn sexy.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: I mean, yeah. I mean, I saw Planet of <clears> the <throat> Apes, and that monkey looked pretty hot. Oh right yeah, yeah, right. especially the
2: Helena Bonham Carter Hungry monkey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> these monkeys are a little too hot. Tim uh, Burton, you're doing things to my my genitals. I don't think I approve of that.
4: Monkey needs to keep that coat on because. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 but um. Put your hands on me, you damn <laughs> filthy
4: ape. <laughs> 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 and that's the clip. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but um. But yeah, no, I mean, I didn't know that. I always thought it was like, no, it, it can't be like even slightly different or else it won't work. Mm. But apparently animals are kind of like messing with science and doing right. that. And even the mule and I guess like zebras and horses make like a weird zebra horse. Yeah. I don't know what that's called. Well, but.
3: But Hearst Castle, they have zebras and a couple of them get out every once in a while. And they they will mate with horses, yeah, and yeah. they have to put them down because I guess they get so wild they can't be controlled. Crazy. So yeah, it's 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 intense. <clears> I went down <throat> that rabbit hole. Where we went to Curse Castle, and I was like, "What yeah. is that? A fucking zebra?" Yeah, yeah. And th- th- sure enough, yes, uh, when William Randolph Hearst like yeah. he had that zoo there, and he that just let a bunch a trip, of them go. Yeah. And uh, the zebras, it's like generational. They just they just live out there in the fucking mm-hmm. mid coast and whatnot. But I guess sometimes they will get out from Crazy. the property line mate with other uh horses and whatnot and the byproduct <clears throat> i hate to say it like that yeah is just like a crazy animal that you know that they don't want around so immediately they have to you know put end down the, the yeah they have to row versus weight it and yeah shit. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: but even like so there was and i hadn't seen this before today when i was like looking some stuff up there's a doctor named john miller mm-hmm. um who's uh he's a full-on medical doctor um And he started to research um, abductees. And one of the things that he noted was that the – that people who have the abductee memories of, like, of fully being abducted and having medical experiments and all that stuff, like, he said that they're – again, when he digs deep, they're remarkably consistent. And he said that they're – that it's odd because this isn't – like, if a human – he was like, if a human doctor was trying to find something out about you genetically or or whatever, they would be doing completely different types of procedures to you to try to figure stuff out. But the the particular procedures that people uh, talk about are like interest in the cranium, the nervous system, the skin and the reproductive systems. And he says that a human doctor. Would be looking at the cardiovascular system, the respiratory system, um, and the lymphic system to figure out, like whatever, like that's that's the go-to for a human doctor. And he, I thought that was interesting that you know a physician is like even like what these aliens are looking at aren't what you should be looking at if you really wanted to, unless you were doing some very specific type of procedure procedure or research or so. But a lot of it tends to have to do with reproduction, Mm -hmm. um, according to the. You know, it's a lot of – even Barney Hill said that they put a machine on his junk and, like, withdrew sperm, Mm. you know. And so, I mean, that whole – I want that machine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he said said there was no sexual feeling involved. He just – they even told him, like, we just removed your sperm. Oh. So, yeah, it's a – Still, I still want that machine no, <laughs> yeah, You can probably get it at the hustler's <laughs> store. <Yeah>. Uh,
3: <laughs> that was like a flashlight before, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is where I insert like yeah, my favorite exactly. porn star, Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> y-
4: y- okay, so the the question of why aliens would want to abduct humans just naturally has to come up, like, like for sure. And to me, it's like. Um, shout out to Silver King. You guys just covered ants, um, right? And um, the idea of like an alien ant farm has been a thing, a, th- a theory that a lot of people. I'm, that's not an original art idea. That's a thing that's been around for mm-hmm. ages. And I've always thought about that. Like, if you were studying this one thing that you you created this little zoo of of humans and animals and see what happens when you drop this like, you drop the, you know that Prometheus theory of like dropping a little bit of dna and see what happens Mm -hmm. when you when you grow it um and you would want to see how these animals are reproducing and like you would want to see how they're what what's making them tick and how much longer they can keep reproducing um i i think that if if that's what they're if that's what we are if you know we're just a panda in the zoo and we want to find out why these pandas aren't fucking or are fucking or whatever it may be like maybe that's what they're what that's all we really are we're just like the panda in the zoo and i right. just want to see w- you know how we're doing and if we're going to keep the the zoo populated enough for mm-hmm. And to
2: be honest i mean people that that believe that often believe that aliens are also behind cattle mutilations Yeah and to which i say thank you aliens <laughs> for like erasing my memory and giving me an anal probe instead of like coring out my guts yeah. and leaving me dead in a field. Yeah. So at least maybe they're like, well, that's just a fucking cow. These guys actually have a, you know, maybe that's actually them being, you know, humane. Yeah. It's like, Wait, you these know, ones we'll, are smart. These yeah. ones are just delicious. <laughs> yes, yeah.
3: Exactly. And I thought about that too, like, cause we'd covered uh, cattle mutilations, uh, on I think episode 100 mm. and I always think about that episode because I always land on the why. Like, whenever there's a conspiracy. Yeah, it's why. And the only thing I could think of is, like, okay, for us, you know, they want to see, like, oh, this is really smart monkey down here or whatever. Like, we want to see what they're all about. They're kind of like us or whatever. I don't know why they have a fucking Brad accent right now, but um, (laughs) (laughs) they do. They're a hillbilly alien or whatever. But, anyways, uh, I was thinking, I was like, oh, okay. And, and it goes back to uh, most abductees are in english speaking nations mm-hmm. and primarily in the united states yes. i mean yeah there's some in canada there's some you know UK. in other places mm-hmm. like that but primarily it's in the united states what is the not for dave but the core diet for most americans is we eat a lot of beef true we, we eat a lot of beef so maybe that's why there's cattle mutilations like maybe
2: trying to get to the yeah, yeah. They're,
3: they're like, "Well, why are, why are these beings eat so many of these ugly ass animals that make methane? Like why, right. what what what's <laughs> right. maybe that's why there's cattle mutilations." They're like, "Well, what, what what are they getting from this? Checking the diet? Yeah. See what's going on there?" And a right? lot
2: I mean, one theory out there about gray aliens is that they're actually like humans mm-hmm. and that they aren't like their craft aren't interstellar spacecraft they're actually time machines Mm. and that these are like super you know evolved thousands of years from now humans that for some reason are coming back to either make sure that the genetic line goes the way that it did or to investigate you know maybe there was an apocalypse and they don't know what we were like pre some moment but a lot of people and they're like you know and if it was like a maybe it's an orbital you know, something destroyed the earth and they lived in space uh-huh. for generations. And that would explain their small size and their atrophy. And so the the, alopecia. I mean, that alopecia. Yeah, that's kind of one <laughs> one theory, you know, that's out there, which makes as much fucking sense as anything else. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, yeah. it, you know, none of it particularly makes any sense. It's just, but I, I mean, I guess we do it, you know. I mean, we experiment the fuck on any animal that we want to. With, for oh, red on makeup, really, and yeah. we don't give half a shit, you know. We... Uh, oh we gave it cancer and tortured it for six months to see how it would react to yeah. this drug we put an ear on a rat Well, even, right. even even uh, at that there's
4: like a purpose to it but what if like what if it's just like fishing like people go fishing all the time pull the fish out of the water I'm sure that's like a crazy experience for that fish and <laughs> right, like right. And, uh, what if we're just that we're just like look at this little alien I think here. Yeah. if or,
2: like, if they are if there are aliens that are doing this I think there's too much to it I think there's there's too much medical experimentation mm-hmm. Like Whitley Schreiber's, you know, uh, narrative of it is that they have like this this device, like this black tube with a light at the end, and once mm-hmm. they aim it at you, you become docile and your memories start to fade. So it's like they have some like human controlling stick. Mm-hmm. So when they would like show up in his bedroom at night, they aim the stick at him and then he blanks out and then comes two hours later. It's an apple uh, lobotomy stick. Uh, yeah. And and again, you only soon. get to these, you know, these memories tend to only surface on abductees through hypnotic regression, which the first time that happened was in the sixties with Barney and Betty Hill. Because mm-hmm. they were so traumatized by whatever they saw that doctor you know, and they again they uh, they approached You know, early UFO researchers and it went all the way up to Project Blue Book, like their actual story did, and it kind of came back down and they ended up, you know, doing hypnotic regression. But even that (laughs) you have to question, because if she had all these dreams and then they do hypnotic regression and his memories are very similar to hers – well, it could be because she just had these bizarre dreams, mm-hmm. like her fevered brain that watched, and they even point to one particular sci-fi. Oh, the Outer uh, Limits. Yeah, the Outer Limits. that yeah. was that aired? You know, that might have had some similarities to it, and they were like she might have just extrapolated that and had a bunch of nightmares, kind of like the know. Chupacabra story <clears throat> where she watched uh, a, species, uh, species, mm. and they're just like regurgitating right. something
3: that they right. saw. Um, I don't know. See that I could I give. I give some weight to that in a sense, just because of what we talked about with invaders from space and whatnot. One thing too that keeps popping up in my mind is you don't hear a lot of stories post or pre World War Two no. of abductions. And I try to look some of them up, and like even Wikipedia was like paleo abductions, and they named something that happened like in 1897 in Stockton. Uh, shout out to you know the Diaz brothers, uh, <laughs> but like I guess like they said like two guys like they saw you know some hair, three hairy humanoids that you know try to accost them. But I'm like, yeah. That's not a fucking alien abduction. Like, that's just like you right. saw big Bigfoot. Foot, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it might are, be an alien? Yeah,
2: yeah, maybe. Um, Which again, I mean, the, the the conclusions that I come to with that are either whatever psychological apparatus triggers this bizarre abduction condition. You know, the post-abduction syndrome, either launched. In the 40s or 50s, like whatever cultural thing Mm -hmm. makes people have this thing started then, or that's just when they showed up. Maybe. You know, they were flying. That's when they got here, like, or or both. Or both, (laughs) because.
3: It goes all back to the evil that the Nazis did. We do know that the the Nazis did they they, that bell. Yeah, they had like ships that look like flying saucers sure. and whatnot. Uh, we also know that the that they experimented with the occult. Yep, uh, they they were trying to communicate with other Interdimensional beings. Interdimensional beings. Horrible
2: human experimentation yeah. Yeah. in medical facilities. Yeah, I mean, they, some of the worst ever. Yeah,
3: I never thought about that, but you know the. And maybe this was just a form of uh, warfare that they developed, and then when we took over, you know, you know, Germany, basically, whatever the Western powers, maybe we adopted a lot of that, and we made the Soviets think that, you know, these are UFOs, you know, during the space race and all this shit, or whatever. That's very like Marvel Avengers Mm -hmm. style Mm -hmm. stuff right now. But
4: um, you know, we covered Skinwalker Ranch, and Mm -hmm. have you guys ever covered Skinwalker Ranch? Yeah. So like, well, we
2: covered Bigelow. I don't think we covered Skinwalker Ranch. So yeah. some of the things that Did were. Did you watch that TV show?
4: No, I know, I know of it, but I don't. I, I watched think it's pretty it. great. It's a pretty I great. Wa- TV I gotta watch show, like it, like the
2: reality show that Skinwalker Ranch. Oh, I need to see this. Like, it's either it's either one hundred percent bullshit <laughs> or one hundred percent fucked up. Yeah, like there's no middle ground. So
4: that was one of the episodes <clears throat> that really fucked me up. I'll be completely honest with you; it changed a lot of how I view like. Uh, paranormal things in general just because everything that they were saying was not so much like these are aliens from outer space it was like
2: interdimensional yeah it was the interdimensional element cube yeah (laughs) Yeah, it was like (laughs) Like, flying (laughs) cube toast yeah Yeah. it was like
4: tofu flying through the sky i was like what was (laughs) going on there uh and maybe that's what this is maybe the germans tapped into something like that Mm -hmm. maybe some kind of weird event and, and right it tapped into that and not to tie it back into art bell but i know he's his name has come up a lot but there was that weird phone call i don't know if you've heard of that phone call oh, where he, yeah he gets a caller that says he worked at area 51 and he says something like these are not what you think they are these are interdimensional beings and we could be moving the populations to to safer grounds because they're 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 not what you think they are they're planning to to come here and um then the phone call just gets cut off like not not his phone call The entire radio station goes down, down. just shuts down. And Art Bell has to go through a a backup generator to get the radio station back up. And then he's just like, I don't know what just happened, but like this guy's calling and it's like, he's freaking out and he's panicking. And and then he's like, they're going to triangulate my phone call. I got to make this quick, but this is what's happening. And then everything goes down. And like... I don't know if that's just the weirdest coincidence that's ever happened. Right, right. <laughs> or, like, <laughs> right. or just like even thinking about it right now, like makes me like, oh, that's super well, so weird.
3: I, and it was the worst episode that we ever did when we did about Area 51. We were experiencing so many fucking technical difficulties really? just trying to get that episode up off there. I'm sure most of it was just because yeah. I was on that janky-ass well, fucking laptop. The funny but. thing
4: about that is we were originally, <laughs> on that episode, we were supposed to have some kid who came up with the storming Area 51 thing because mm-hmm. he, he mm-hmm. lived in Bakersfield. And we were like, dude, let's oh, get him no on. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah. He, he's from Bakersfield. And we are like, let's get him on the podcast. And like, he was like, okay, I'm down. Like, Let's do this. And then like literally like hours before, he he drops out. And he's like, I, I don't want to do it anymore. And then we were like, well, the show must go on. Let's go on and yeah. do, mm-hmm. do the podcast. But it was a weird thing. I'm not saying the government's listening to the Art and Jacob do America. Podcast. My supervisor. Yeah, I'm just saying <laughs> like it was a weird i'll episode.
2: say this the government might not be listening to your podcast but the government's software is listening to your oh, podcast yeah. mm, like absolutely. it's <laughs> like we're all being i sure you the know the system that... is like oh there's a bunch of red flags in this broadcast yeah and then there might be an actual human you know observer who's like all right this fucking shit got flagged maybe i'll listen to that and maybe oh, he's okay. a, maybe he's a patron now Probably. <laughs> like maybe, no Echelon, Korean, or maybe it's me. Echelon pushed your uh, your show onto an analyst desk and now he, he's a listener. <laughs> <laughs> or she. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. email Jacob's supervisor. <laughs> tell him stop doing that shit. That, I'm going to shut that shit that down. Like, thumbs
4: down, bad review. That yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm going yeah. to tell him he doesn't know dip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I'm just saying that that Art Bell thing freaked me out. And I'm not saying aliens are real, but... That is worth Googling.
3: (laughs) Chris Jericho said it best. You would have to be arrogant not to believe that there are other things out there in this universe other than us. 100%. Yeah. And then I 100% think that there is something else out there, whether it's a multiverse, whether it's uh, another universe where it's just, you know, a different species and whatnot but yeah there's definitely got to be something out there and if and it's we're like, even, trying
2: to get out there yeah and look at it right. i'm sure
3: they're also it's reciprocating
2: and it's like i mean similarly because people are like i don't understand how you could say that you're an abductee but you don't think you were abducted and you don't even think that there's aliens and it's like mm-hmm. well it's the same reason that i fully believe there are ghosts but I don't think ghosts are the spirits of the dead. Mm-hmm. Like I've experienced too much weird shit and there's too much good literature on ghosts and hauntings, but it's like I have no evidence that this is fucking Aunt Martha's spirit <laughs> locked in yeah. the attic. I just know that there's some weird shit happening in that house that science can't explain And a similar thing happens globally, you know, in all kinds of places. Correct. And it's like, I don't think it's this. It could be. What the fuck do I know? Mm -hmm. But it's like there's something going on. There's some kind of energy vortex or being that we can't quite perceive, which is completely feasible. Mm -hmm. Like there's no reason that something, some energy being couldn't exist that we don't really see. Oh, I want to brushes up against our. The fabric of our space time, kind you know, of like a the fourth Bokey dimensional show. being, like where the 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 realities you yes. know mashed within each right. other or whatnot.
3: Right. Yeah. I mean, I gotta got a story for you, so you another just got time. A ghost story here, we but go. but we're not gonna tell it on this episode because <laughs> it's been told a thousand times all on right. this podcast. But right. maybe, you
4: ever come on, we cover some ghost thing, cover yeah. some yeah. ghost stuff. Yeah, or
3: I'll go on Sofa King or whatever and tell you guys about yeah. my yeah. It, to me, it was like it was just like the movie Paranormal Activity. It was kind of something similar to what you were talking about, where you know in 91 92 no the dream team wasn't for me so it was 91 and was so we chronic t- out yeah. no the chronic wasn't no but nwa was still together all okay right. so that's the, yeah so 91 has to be it minus ice cube yeah, yeah minus ice cube so right. it was mc Ren was writing all the lyrics so right oh. so, so <laughs> not, not doing that great yeah <laughs> so uh but dr j is still behind the board so mm-hmm. it's all good baby baby <clears throat> um but anyways um yeah, it, it, like everything that you see in the movies, paranormal activity, my mom and I experienced when we moved into this house wow. that was previous, previously occupied. Uh, they, The neighbors said that they worshiped the devil. Uh, it was right across the street from Greenlawn Cemetery. Nice. Uh, we would find weird shit, you know, yeah. that, uh, yeah. come out of the, the woodworks. My dog, who was this like 200-pound, like half Rottweiler, half Labrador retriever, was like picked up and tied to a tree with all these... Uh, ropes and chains and shit that we didn't own. You know, it would have had to right, take, right. it would have to take like six or seven dudes to do that. Uh, there was a pentagram that just magically appeared in the middle of the fucking, um, the carpet, you know. Uh, all sorts of just fucking just weird, weird shit that's a podcast from another time or, you know, we could just
2: <laughs> replay
3: it another yeah, time. Yeah. The ones that I have said. But yeah, like <clears throat> I, I always think about that. It's like, what could that have been? Right. Yeah, yeah, we had, a, we had exorcisms done on the house that didn't work. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was something supernatural. Right. And the more topics that we dig in and uh, we look at, you know, the possible theories, I do think that there's gotta be something there. Interdimensional beings. I really do believe like in energies, energy forces and whatnot. I mean, it's gotta be something to it that all this is happening at this house and there's a fucking cemetery right Right across across the the street. street. Yeah. It's just too convenient. Even when we
4: covered like the 37th parallel, Mm -hmm. like, that was kind of a, a freaky thing just because there is a weird coincidence of all those things lining up. Like mm-hmm. just th- this like place around the entire earth, that weird things just like a magnet like to lay line. Things. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. like, we never covered it, but there's a place in Mexico called um, the Sun of silence. Mm-hmm. And like the Sun of silence is just like, this weird place where like one time the United States shot a missile and somehow it ended up there and they were like, Whoa, that's really weird. It wasn't supposed to go there. And like it created all these issues. They find weird animals that don't exist anywhere else in the world. They found like abnormally large humans, skulls and stuff. And like, and it's a weird place in in on Earth, and it's just like there it is. It's on the thirty seventh parallel, by the way. Um, Skinwalker Ranch is over over here. <laughs> yeah. the, right, the pyramids right. are yeah. over yeah. here. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, like just weird things that are just all on this like weird parallel here. they are just like Bermuda Triangle, Ber- maybe I think Bermuda Triangle is there too. But yeah. you know, just it goes on and on and on. Even like the missing four hundred one cases mm-hmm. that are all kind of tie into this weird thing. And like, I'm not saying that they're all the same thing. I think that also could just be like, neg <laughs> <laughs> government negligence. <laughs> yeah. 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 Parents as well. Just letting their kids run off and get eaten by bears. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I'm sure that's happened a few times and yeah. they're just like, let's just chuck it up to missing four one one. But like, yeah, I mean some of those cases are also very weird. And yeah, like that the, right. that's like the missing the the alien abduction cases that don't end up well where they don't come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like <clears throat> we don't hear those, like we don't know what's going on. Like the 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 Travis um Walden. Travis Walton case is like he was gone five days. Yeah. He was basically missing four one one before there was a missing four one one. Yeah. And like that that still happens from time to time where like someone will disappear for a few days. They'll come back and they have like no memory of what's been going on, and and we're just left with puzzles right. and, and cool topic. Ideas. And I, I will
2: say, I mean, the the modern narrative of abductions really starts, like you said, after World War II. Mm-hmm. But there is a, a a lot of overlap. It's not exactly the same thing because I don't think that the level of fear um, is associated with it. But like, if you look at like England and the UK a lot of like weird fairy mm-hmm. encounters kind of have some overlaps there's a lot of there's missing time small oh, yeah. beings mm-hmm. that's kind of where crop circles were born correct you know like so there is a there is a weird overlap with like fairies mm-hmm. and but again, I don't think there's that primal fear and trauma like most people that honestly like would believe in fairies probably have a very positive experience, you well, know, at the end of it instead of. a. I know, you know when we
3: had Copper <clears throat> Kelly on, he was talking about how like um, there was a there was a, a freeway that was supposed to be built um, on this fairy mound. And a lot of people were like, No, you know, you can't build it right there, all right. sorts of bad shit's gonna happen. Like you don't you just don't fuck with a ferry mount right, at all. Right. And the you know, the government was like, Well oh, fuck that and so they bulldozed through it or whatever and made like this uh, freeway and they they guess like on that patch of freeway right where that ferryman's ferry mount st- st- stood there has never been that many accidents like on a, like just a random stretch right, of just road a random patch. Yeah. And they're like, well fuck yeah, maybe we shouldn't have <laughs> fucking right, bulldozed right. that fucking fairy mound.
2: Yeah. And we have no, I mean, we don't, that's not something that's part of the American mm-hmm. mythos, but it's like when I went to Iceland, that's like fully, like they fully believe in fairies and gnomes. Like there was no, we we ended up driving clear across to the opposite side of Iceland And we would we would always like every hour we'd park the car and just walk into just sheer beauty, gorgeousness, unlike anything you've seen before. And no matter where we went, no matter how far off the beaten path we were, you were always 100 yards away from a bunch of rocks that someone had stacked up so that a, a troll or a gnome. Or a smurf or whatever (laughs) could have a home. They were everywhere. I mean, everywhere, everywhere on Iceland because people believe so fundamentally that this is truly a thing Mm -hmm. you know and it's like i don't know that they have an abduction history but and it's not quite the same as the uk but there's like a serious i think most of europe probably believes in like the the fae and the wood folk and all that stuff and we don't i I mean mean, we we we
4: kind of have things like that like i mean even the idea of like a bigfoot is like you know native american uh i was gonna say folklore but just like store like that what's it called when they pass down stories from <laughs> from people to people just like oral history yeah, of like yeah. different mm-hmm. um so i mean that that has trickled down to like now there's like bigfoot hunting tv shows that yeah, you can yeah. watch on like and it's like that is like a native american story that people have been telling forever and now it's pop culture and now it's right it, and um that's I always Americans always make everything into pop culture, but even like the Jersey devil and like things like that. Yeah, we're that gonna are going to exploit it. Yeah. yeah it's a like a a hockey team. Tell a story. There's yeah. There's, yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. statue of the Mothman dude. Yeah, like, yeah. So like, I mean just even the Mothman itself That's is a like a up story. Yeah. 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 I mean just so <clears throat> many weird things that are out there, but not, not to the level of those guys, like banshees and fairies and all those things yeah. that, that they like full on believe that it's like no joke. Um, I don't know, it's 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 really interesting that we kind of adopt that into our culture and, like, blend it into our culture. And, like, even though, like, it's not meant to be serious, like, people take Bigfoot really seriously. Oh, like, yeah, they do. Like, Skinwalkers, like, Skinwalkers is, like, one of those things that you can't say. Like, you don't even say that in some cultures. Oh, where fuck, like, no, you don't. You do. can't no. even say that word. <laughs> no. I
2: remember there was a – it was on for, like, a season, but there was, like, a, a cops kind of show. And, I mean, this was a long – this was – at least 15 years ago and it was but it was about um like reservation cops Mm -hmm. and they were primarily on the navajo reservation but i think they were also on other reservations and i remember watching and it was like it was like just a camera following i mean it was it wasn't put on it wasn't but there were these cops and they pulled this guy over and as soon as they pulled him over They searched his entire car because they had a history with the guy, and he wasn't allowed to have any weapons. Like, the judge had ruled you can't have any weapons, and they found this big, crazy knife in his trunk, And they started to, you know, they put the cuffs on him. They were, you know, they were like, you can't, you know, you can't have this. You're under arrest, like all this stuff. And he was like, you can't arrest me just because I have that knife. They're like, what are you talking about? And he said, that's a ceremonial knife. I have it because of the skinwalkers. And the cops were just like, you just saw a complete transformation. And they just undid the cuffs. And they were like, okay, (laughs) but just make sure you don't have any other weapons. And they they went from we're arresting you because you're breaking the judge's orders to, oh, well, if that's for a skinwalk like you're yeah. free to go yeah <laughs> I was just like what the fuck <laughs> just happened that was the first time I had ever heard of a skinwalker wow and I was like wow whatever the fuck a skinwalker and just made those cops do a complete yeah. 360 on this guy
4: yeah no it, it's like no laughing matter. <coughs> I mean we had Alejandra Alejandra kind of talked about how it's like isn't her husband part of some tribe I can't oh, remember oh
3: yeah I think it's the Tahon. Uh, yeah. yeah.
4: yeah so like they I mean it's kind of you know f- for whatever tribe you're in they don't you're not even supposed to like say the it. word. Yeah. Like, you're just yeah. not, don't bring it up.
3: Or my friend Patty, what episode did we do with her? The, um, uh, the, the one in the woods. Oh, uh, Windigo. The Windigo. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. one, like, you're not supposed to say the name. No. <clears throat> and, like, you talk to, like, you, or you see interviews. It's not like I'm out there, like, in the field, like, talking to these people, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the, the patronage isn't that good. Uh, but, um, like, <laughs> uh, they, they won't even say the name. They, they'll just refer to it as it, like, kind yeah. of like a Padma McCord thing. Right. It's just like, no, right. we're not saying Wendigo. Nope. Like, we don't want that nope. bad juju on us. Yeah, no,
2: that's part of the mythology of Windigos. You don't even fucking say the name. Mm-hmm yeah
3: Ooh. terrifying stuff, guys. Yep. yes <laughs> yep. so are do you got anything else about my guy?
4: No, I mean, i I don't I think that there's aliens. I believe in aliens. I saw some weird shit in the sky one day, right, and I could never explain it, and that to me was like that's it. I saw that, and nothing will ever convince me that there's not like whether those are alien ships or those themselves are beings or interdimensional beings or whatever. Um, I don't know, but I think that that's something that can't be explained, at least not by science, and doesn't mm-hmm. even. You look at what 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 the U.S. government is releasing now is information like we don't know. We're studying it, but we don't really know.
3: We yeah. kind of have our acknowledging hand. it. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, right. And right. then
4: I, you know that this is like thirty years behind. Like they do know something <laughs> for sure. And thirty for years sure. from now, they'll tell us what they know right now. So, yeah. Um. I'm just saying, like, I have no idea, and it sounds like the U.S. government is kind of in a weird place where they don't know, really, and NASA might not really know what's going on there. We kind of touched on the Black Knight satellite. Did we recover that as an episode? Yes, we did. Like, we brought that up, and just weird things. That might just be space junk and space debris or whatever, but um, there are so many things that we're just unexplained...
2: Things in this universe. There's too much. Yeah. There's yeah. too many unexplained things.
4: Yeah. And I, I'm just going to, for this one, you know, I just put my hands up and say, like, I don't, I legitimately don't know. Um, I've seen some weird things in my day um, that I can't explain. You've seen ghosts, I've never seen ghosts. I think ghosts would be cool to see. Yeah. No, they're not cool no, to see. No, cool <laughs> <see. laughs> they're not cool
3: to see. They are see, not sir. fucking cool to see <laughs> no. at all, dude. Um, <laughs> especially when you put a dream catcher in, like when your <clears throat> fucking Native American dad was like, on, I'm gonna put this up here and it's gonna get rid of the ghost and it just gets worse yeah. It's it oh, oh, more man. terrifying, no, sir. Uh-uh.
4: Yeah. I I still I that's one of the things that I I know it's I know I I wanna see it, but I think the moment I see it I'd fucking like shit myself. And like, like, just give my life to Christ. <laughs> like, but I'm just pretty, like, yeah,
2: I've I've had experiences, for sure, on the ghost tip. If yeah. you ever, if you, if you want to hear them, you can go to the ectoplasm show. Okay. And search for the episode that I was on because they have me tell all my ghost stories. Nice. That, yeah. Damn, Dave, you're just a
3: man. You're full a jack of, of all trades. Great. <laughs> you got ghosts. You got aliens. I got them. Yeah. Yeah. You made love
2: to a banshee yes. once. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, But anyways, Dave, do you have anything else you want to put out there on this? No, not really. I mean, just I mean, for the record, I don't mean to downplay people who who have the full memory of being abducted Mm -hmm. and have those memories because that's all part of it as well. Correct. I'm just for the record, I don't have those, but I still tick all those boxes. So Mm. if you do have gray memories. I'm not trying to act like you didn't have that experience, <laughs> but I myself did not, so.
3: Yeah, your your story was fucking terrifying. <laughs> I'm not gonna no, lie, terrifying. That's <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I, I kind of I'm kind of curious to see if uh Netflix has fucking <laughs> that movie on so I can watch it before oh, bed. Yeah.
2: I know I'm not gonna sleep for like 3 days now. I have oh. Ambien so I'll be all right. All right. If you
3: need some pills, I got some too. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got you covered, man. <laughs> I drink way too much <laughs> coffee sometimes. So, I guess my closing thought on it would be like uh, it, I I don't think it's just one thing. If it's aliens experimenting on us. Sure. I I think that's, it would be expected almost, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you're, if you've got the technology to get here, yeah, of course you're going to do like we do to animals in the wild. You're going to tag us. You're going to experiment on us. You're going to see what we eat and mutilate our cows and whatnot, right? Of course that's going to happen as long as you don't, Mutilate me, right, like Dave said, right. whatever. It's all good, yeah. right? Just don't yeah. stick anything in my butt. I'm not into that stuff right. or whatever. Right. Just send a, a nice little Nordic alien girl my way. Right. Like we're good, you know, cool.
2: Or like if you're gonna stick something in my butt, just erase the memory. Yeah. <laughs> like I still appreciate. I appreciate that. You know, I appreciate it. You did horrible the, medical the experiments on me, and <laughs> then you erased my brain. I'm totally cool with that. Thank you very much, great alien. <laughs> like, that was very considerate. Get I mean. the Will Smith in <laughs> yeah, Black exactly, thing on me and shit. Exactly. Um, I so I did see the theory
3: that it was something demonic which i don't mm. want to dismiss either uh sure. but it very much very much it well could be could all be. of the above
2: yeah it could be yeah mean? like who fucking
5: knows
3: and that's where i kind of landed like it could be it could be hoaxes there's could be a lot of hoaxes oh, I'm oh, I a agree. lot, a of, lot hoax. of them yeah yeah everybody yeah. wants to to be a part of something i hope anything. that
4: art bell thing is a hoax that thing is yeah. too creepy not yeah. to end. like yeah if that one's real pff, done yeah. dude. yeah, yeah. crazy um, yeah yeah, so I'm, I'm buying a shed in the middle of the woods with like machine guns. It's <laughs> not like. uh, better, middle <laughs> of the wood? I guess that's worse. That's where they're gonna <laughs> find you. <laughs> no. I want
2: a condo in downtown L. A. <laughs> where it's all or Vegas, all, yeah. right off the strip. Yeah. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> like that's the. At least yeah. Jim Brown could yeah, like yeah. in the movie <laughs> Mars Attacks, he could fucking box one to death and shit. Like,
3: come on, man. <laughs>
4: like I always say, dude, I'm not saying that <clears> the was, was it the the Unibomber? I'm not saying he was right but I'm just saying he was pretty cool. <laughs> 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 Let's go write him some letters, Art. I'm yeah. sure he'll respond. Yeah.
3: All right. So with that said, once again, Dave, thank you so, so much thank for coming for on. Me. Thank you for One having me. One of our podcast idols. We can check that box now, finally. And we're, we're going to have to have you back. We're going to talk some 9-inch now. We're for gonna, sure, 100%. We're going to talk some Prince. We're going to talk some uh, some old-school Snoop Dogg, some
2: gangster rap, if you will, Nine whatnot. i But uh, Dave, do, do you want to shout out anything uh, before we sign off? Uh, Check out Self King podcast if you haven't check out Mindframe podcast if you want some good science fiction. Um, I write it all and read it all and uh, there's a cool patronage on it. If you do like it where myself and Brent and my friend Zach talk about the individual episodes and that's kind of cool. So that's about it. I guess
3: sweet. So. Uh, well, that said, everybody, uh, if you have anything else that you want to add, if an alien did touch you, if uh, there was a doll that needs to be brought up and you need to show us where the alien touched you, guys, hit us up on all the social medias at Art and Jacob Do America, except for Twitter. We are at Art and Jacob Do A1 yes Jordan I know I can change it but it's just not going to happen I like to piss you off so find <laughs> us there go to the YouTubes where every single video will be posted to the YouTube so like subscribe comment get the algorithms up so that way we maybe one day we can get monetized and we can get Art a, a better chair and better butt cushions or whatnot. Yeah, yeah, and when we have guests on we can have a better chair and better headphones and shit for them on there so do that uh, if you want to help support this podcast in any other way I highly recommend you head on over to patreon.com slash Art and Jacob do America where every single Week We put together a bonus episode for your listening pleasure. So go on over there, donate $1, donate $10, donate $15, whatever you want to donate. Uh, This week we have a really good, really good Patreon that we uh, recorded over there uh, with Dave. Uh, we ended it, like, six times. It was kind of like the ending <laughs> of... It just kept going. The yeah. never-ending story, dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was like yeah. the return of the king. It was just like, right. okay, you yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. going to end? <laughs> right. But right. no, we're going to go yeah. into some more, baby. Yeah. So, like I always tell you, nine times out of ten, those episodes are usually better than the actual episodes that you were hearing for free. <laughs> and I guess this week is no exception to yeah. the rule. This yeah. was a fire episode, but that one was double fire. It was, like, dialogue. It, it was fun. Yeah, so check us out over there. If you want to help support us in any other way, guys, I highly recommend heading on over to the official website that Art designed with his own two mocajete delving hands or whatever, <laughs> trying to make a cool Mexican joke. Uh, and it uh, worked, dude. It did, yeah. yeah he, he landed. He grinded it in there yeah, he or whatever. Landed, right? dude. Yeah. And anyways, follow the merch links. Uh, head on over to our official store where we have four designs up. And I always tell you guys, it's not so much to help us financially because I think we see like three cents for every fucking shirt <laughs> right, that we get or right. whatever. Uh, but it's more or less to be a walking billboard yeah. to help get the good word of the r and Do America podcast out there to the multiverse. So head on over there. Uh, if you want to hear other great podcasts, I know Dave talked about, you know, Mind Train and self king uh, Head on over to Podbelly.com where we are official members of the Podbelly Network. Where, like I said, self kings there, Mind Frame's there, as well as, you know, uh, Ectoplasm. You know, Dave mentioned them earlier. Check mm-hmm. them out as well as Hillbilly Horror Stories and Robots for Eyes. But, guys, with all that said, I'm done. You guys done? I'm, I'm done. done. It's time to go to night night, and Art needs to eat. So, yeah. we go get some Taco Bell right now. Yeah, I got to go be a good dad. So, with that said, guys, goodbye and good night.
4: I just realized I totally blew a great opportunity to wear my Independence Day shirt. What? I had, nice. a, had an alien on it, and it's 4th of July. 4th of July is coming up. Oh, that's pretty that would have been a slam dunk shirt to wear today.
1: Travis, you came to just down the road here from your experience. Yeah. And you come to consciousness, and what do you remember?
0: Well, I woke up, and it was cold out there. And uh, I came pretty clear-headed um, immediately, but there was a light above me. And I looked, at, looked to see where that light was coming from. But it went off just as I shifted my gaze in that direction. But I could see the bottom of this craft that in the dark. Hovering there for just a second before it shot up into the sky
1: Travis Walton claims he was abducted by aliens while clearing brush in the forest He was with a team who all support his story Now did you always feel like I know what happened? I was abducted or Um, did you go through a period of time uh, where you thought am I crazy? Did I uh, consume some weird mushroom in the
0: forest or well before I had any contact with my crewmates. Uh, The sheriff was putting out this theory that the crew might have slipped me drugs or hit me over the head or something and caused some kind of delusion. But once I found out that they had seen what I'd seen, you know, then there was no doubt. Uh, I had medical tests that proved there were no drugs in my body.
1: And I've talked to the folks around town. They say not one of you in your group has ever changed your story. You've passed multiple. Polygraphs.
0: Yeah. I passed five tests from three different examiners.
1: Travis agrees to take me to the spot of his abduction, deep in the forest.
0: So the craft was actually right right over here. Yeah.
1: Like the crest of the ridge. Did you come, you crept up, and you, and you kind of crouched down to get a look at what was going on?
0: Yeah, well, it, it was up at an angle like this, and those guys were yeah, you know, really getting really anxious and screaming at me and everything. And then when it suddenly, got louder and started to move, I jumped for cover. And the only cover was this log that was sticking up there. And I got down behind the log. And then when I stood up to run back, bam, that's when it hit me.
1: Do you remember that blast as the spaceship took off?
0: No. I, I just felt this numbing shock.
1: And uh, next thing you know, you wake up, you're on the ship. Yeah. It's like that, man uh, It's like this. Then who gives a fuck about those? So just chill to the next episode.